Welcome to the Hope Hotline, people. We are ready to go. Today is Wednesday. In case you didn't know, it is Wednesday. The last day of the month of January. Yep. And I cannot even believe that. Me either. I cannot believe it's almost February. I know. Before you know, it's going to be Christmas all over again. Literally. (laughs) And like... It's either going to be a Trump nation or President Poopy Pants again. I don't know. That's scary that we don't but, know. But next year at Christmas, we'll know. What's, well, you know what? You know what I think they're going to do? <laughs> what? This is what I think they're going to do. I don't think President Poopy Pants is even going to be in the equation by June. You know what I think they're going to do? I think they're going to put it, pull in Gavin Newsom because all these Democrats are saying they don't want, they're not voting for, they are not voting for Biden at all. Right. They're not. And so there's going to be a savior that comes in and everybody is a very short period of time because they can't, like, in my opinion, they can't let people actually find out about Gavin Newsom too much because they'll find out he's as bad, if not worse than President Poopy Pants. Like he is, he has no economic skill set. Everything he touches turns to crap, including the streets of San Francisco Mm. that have it feces all over the place, as well as Los Angeles. Everywhere is covered in needles and feces in all blue counties in California. So they will not allow him to go very long before he's voted in. But... He will fool a lot of Democrats. And then the ones that potentially would never voted for Biden, that would have went for Trump, will go straight to Gavin Newsom. That's what I think. Okay. What is your opinion? Give me your, uh, give me your thoughts, girls. Not that this has anything to do with the Hope Hotline. I'm just saying. That's my opinion. Okay. What do you think? Of course, I would love to know what your conspiracy theorist father thinks. <laughs> Uh, I am like kind of in the dark about this whole thing. I cannot believe it's 2024 and we're voting and there's not a lot of drama. Like it's very quiet. It's almost like eerily quiet right now. Well, there's no drama because there's no really, there's no real competition right now. Right, right now. There's no one that can even compete with Trump. Right. But typically there's like drama, like even uh, Ron DeSantis dropped out and like, I don't know, it just feels weird this year. Eerily quiet? Yeah. And I know, like, you know a lot because, like, Pastor Tom, every podcast, like, you hear stuff. But, like, when you're not, like, engulfed in it, usually you hear stuff. Yeah. But it's, like, quiet. You guys need to pull that microphone up closer to you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah needs to get closer. I know. We need get a whole a different setup. Closer. Don't be shy. We need, like, so cameras. Ears and we can have, like, a full. Yeah. We need, like, the whole thing. Audience. Well, you know what? Tom keeps threatening me. Mm. He's removing me out of this room and giving me my own podcast room. I would love that. I would love that. But you don't. You won't love where Aaron and Tom are suggesting we go. (laughs) It's a closet, and it's about a nine by nine room. Listen, we will not fit. Unacceptable. I know, unacceptable. I mean, they don't. They don't care. I I don't. We don't need a ton of room. We just need our own space. I care. Listen, <laughs> I just sang the arid extra dry commercial, but listen, I do care. I don't want to be too hot in that. I think, well, no, really. we'll have air conditioning 
and fans. There's a lot of body heat going on. <laughs> That's true. We do a lot. And of my peanut gallery keeps growing, mm. which I do love. I do too. So, okay. I mean, let me pair, let me just <laughs> say this. I, I care who it is. <laughs> yeah. You're Not just anybody. I clarify. I clarify. I do care who's in the peanut gallery. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I do care how uh, how much it grows to the extent of who it is that's growing. Yeah, yeah. We do enough. miss we do miss our Logie. I know, but she's um, just having the best time. But listen, there's gonna like she's gonna come back, right? And then there's gonna be. And then Heather never wants to be in the picture, so she's always off to the left, which she's not here today. My daughter is sometimes not, but like it can be a big crowd, it can be a small crowd, it's whatever. Yeah. But the room can't be too tiny. Yeah, no, I agree. It can't be too tiny. But we have a nine by nine is too tiny. You should see it's the old. It's <laughs> no. which room is it? No, he, it's John no. Cross room. No, Wait, isn't that what we call that room? The John Cross room. No, no that's the not John it. Cross room. No. The original pastor of this building, his Jeez. name was John Cross. And when we first moved in here, the church that had <laughs> this building took all of his stuff and like had it strewn all over the place. I don't know why he didn't ha- have his stuff. I don't know. But like we had his stuff and we kept calling him to come and get it. And finally, after about a year and a half, he did. But we called his room that we made it his room. It's the John Cross room. <laughs> So now, even though John Cross has nothing in there, <laughs> it's still the John Cross room. <laughs> hey, just put it in the John Cross room. Oh, that's funny. He's actually a really good, nice guy, really okay. good pastor. Okay. And, he, and you know, he was a, it, when he came to pick up his stuff, quality individual. Oh, good. So, good to know. Along with his family, um, his daughter, do- his stepdaughter, and her husband, and stuff like that. <laughs> Top quality. Um, not that that matters any to anybody, but oh, I'm just saying, like going back to the presidential thing at the yeah. end of the year, we're going to know, but you know, people get all upset and worried and bothered. It doesn't matter no, at the end of the day, really like your savior is no man. Mm-hmm. So that man will screw up. He's imperfect and right. he ain't going to do things right. So our savior is Jesus and He'll take care of everything for us. Amen. But it's amazing how much people are relying on who the next president is because they feel like it's either going to go real bad or it's going to go real good. It might go both, depending, <laughs> e- mm-hmm. even even if it's who you want. It could go both. You just don't know. No. But my hope is not in man. Me either. So do you think, do you think, Gavin, you don't even know. So I before I know Vanessa has not a clue. <clears throat> Vanessa's husband thinks for her, so that's really okay. <laughs> you what? I have a lot of thoughts actually. on th- on that. No, yeah, because your husband actually <laughs> says, Vanessa, this is who you want to vote for, and then she goes in, she put, yes, pulls the yes, lever. Yeah, am I wrong? That is no. correct. You're not wrong. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Yes, I plead the fifth. Oh my gosh, Sarah thinks for herself. And then she oh tries to tell others how to think around her. But Sarah, <laughs> go ahead. I I am not wrong. Sarah, what do you think? I really have been in my own world this year. So I'm kind of with Tracy with the, oh, it wait, we're voting this year? Right. And what's, right. yeah. I'm waiting okay, for then what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull a Sarah. I'm going to tell each of you who to vote for. And then you just go in and pull that lever. Except for Vanessa. Her husband will tell her who to pull, pull the vote. Hey, wait a minute. You get to vote this year. Yes. <gasps> I know. Wow. I know. I don't know Woo-hoo. if we want that to happen. Huh? 
What are you talking about? You what? <laughs> you what? I said, I don't know if we want that to happen. Who, who, I would that be we want to you accidentally to vote? vote for like freaking Biden or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to make sure somebody comes with me. <laughs> you can't have somebody there. You with can't. Crap. Then we're screwed. Town, nobody. <laughs> then we're screwed. Now you, nobody can go in that little boat. Out. We'll we'll fill it out for you. Okay. Yeah, we'll fill okay. it out. And then all you got to do is paint by numbers. Ones. Yeah, exactly. Fill in the dots by what is, you yeah, can, uh-huh. you can do it. these yeah. youngins, what are you going to do with them? I don't know. Okay. Oh, I think that's it. But I think I'm right. I think there's a strong possibility. If, mm-hmm. if I'm right, that that happens, there's got to be a reward for me. What can the reward be? <laughs> I'll pull it. And we'll play it when you're right. And then we'll have a moment for you. Like, we'll pull okay, this footage. sucks. What? Drop you some balloons. No, I already <laughs> done that. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Um, That's hmm. a lot of work. Not we for me, some. for Galena. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Galena worked really hard all that. Hours. Oh no, that's not going to... A moment? Mm-mm. That's not going to work for me. Okay. Well... I need um, to, like, go it, on a cruise or something. Oh. Can I come? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't hope really, you're right. I don't really I know if right. I like cruises or not, but what'd you say? You don't like him? Okay. Yeah, okay. There's been you some drama. You know what we should do? You know what okay, we should do? Drama. No. Yeah. Sarah can't come because Sarah's about to go on one. Come oh, yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> you're going without us, Are we Sarah. Cruising? So we're going to go out, go out <clears throat> on without you. You know what we should do? Yeah. What? Let's hear it. I'm ready. Sarah, ready. you can come. We should do like a, a girls cruise or something. Already yeah. Booked. Already booked. Done. Sign me up. Right here. I'm just Sign saying. Sign me up. I don't know. Oh gosh, should we do the podcast on the cruise? Yes. It should just be a whole yes. plotline podcast where it's just us girls. Or maybe we should just make it for like, yeah. Tracy no, doesn't want I, any of no, you no. to come. No, 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 <laughs> I do. I think we should do. No, or maybe no. we just I allow anyone everybody. that's a. Listen, no, that's what we do. We have a Hope Hotline podcast, but everybody can come and we have a live audience and we do a podcast on the cruise. Yes. Do it. Can we do that? Yes. We can do whatever we want. All things are possible. All okay, let me ask possible. you this, Tracy. Yes, I can do figure you it out. you know how to do that? I will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Did I know how to do this? This could be really bad. No. No. Well, no. It'll be super fun. The problem Sarah. is, I get seasick. Oh. So I could be green oh, the whole time. This could be really podcast. fun. You're be, out. Well, we'll wait till we're docked. Oh. I have a lot of faith in Dramamine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can promise you that. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I get seasick, so uh, I'm about to find out. Get, gift shop Dramamine. <laughs> I bet you they got a bunch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I literally can't even go out on a little, what's that called? A little, little uh, float? Yeah. Like, what's oh it, those gosh. things? The, it's a, not a float. Kayak? Like, a tube. No. What are you talking it's about? It's like a tube or whatever. It's a, one of those flat tube. No, it's not a tube. It's not a kayak or a, no, it's she's not a boat or, like, or like any a, kind like of ship device. sailing device. <laughs> it's what you go and lay out on at the beach <laughs> in the water. It's still a float. A float. It's but it's, it's it's not just a float. <laughs> I think it's is it just Heather's like yeah, it's, it's just a float. A float. <laughs> it's a okay, it's a float. I can't even do that. Me and Tom have tried, and the in the in the water was flat. Oh, oh and both this of us. Isn't he good. had one side, I had the other, and so we could talk. And the next thing I know, we both like are out there. We get on the thing, lay down for not even a minute, 
And both of us were like, we poked our heads up towards <laughs> each other. We're, his feet are here. My head's here. So it's head to feet, okay. whatever you call that. Mm-mm. I look up and look at him. He looks at me. He's like, are you ready to go? And I don't feel so good. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm getting seasick too. Mm, no, okay. And it was no, no. waves, people. It no. was flat. We're gonna I'm ha- like, I, I, I have, have sea legs. I have a new idea. But when I t- went out I with Ty idea. and Tanner. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. Dramamine. Or. <laughs> it was totally dramamine. <laughs> I didn't trust my faith. Okay. New idea. All-inclusive yes. vacation. All-inclusive vacation. Yeah. You just go to a hotel and you have all the food that you want all week and you don't have to get on a boat and you just sit and hang out and go on adventures if you want to. Yeah, that doesn't sound as much fun. Somebody said you won't get seasick on a cruise. Yeah, baloney. I've known people who've gotten seasick on cruises. People who have like steel stomachs. Yeah. And people were vomiting everywhere. You just get the right time when it's like a a good old storm is out there. It's true. Good old storm. Yeah, that would be my first. Oh, is this your first cruise, Sarah? I went on like a three-day cruise to the Bahamas and Key West. And I can't tell you if I got seasick or not because I may we're dr- not You were drinking a lot. Yeah, you were drinking a lot. Yeah, so it could have been. That was before Christ. What you were taking. Yeah, BC. BC, before Christ. As BC. I went on a cruise. And? Boston to Bermuda. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. So that was the Atlantic and it was very crazy on the way out. And it was, I was a Did junior. You no, I was a junior. So I was like, this is awesome. But like, were you, you were, drinking? No, <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> um, but I was walking down the aisle, like outside of it. And like, you literally were like trying to like hold, like it was that Were bad. people throwing up? Oh yeah. I'm sure people uh-huh. were. They weren't even in there. Nobody was out because it was so bad, but um, I loved it. We just went to Bermuda though. We hung out in Bermuda and then we headed back. So uh, there's a lot of people commenting that they've been on cruises. Everybody wants to go on the cruise with us. It could be interesting, friends. It could be. <laughs> I'm I'm highly interested in this. Okay. It ha- cannot be where we have to be back before Sunday yeah. because you know what would happen. <laughs> Tom would kill every single one of us. Okay, we'll be back. We can do it. We would be dead meat. I don't think. <laughs> I think Tom can function without me. I don't think he can function without Heather. That's true. That'd be a problem. <laughs> That's true. We can be back. Just a quick little cruise. Heather will probably have to stay. <laughs> we get to go. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said, send me a postcard. I don't know if he let both of us go. That's the only bad. Huh? No, not no, on If we both were gone, but not on a Sunday. I'm saying, I don't know if he let both of us go, but he let us go to Pittsburgh together. Yeah, cause Travis is here. So he might. Yeah, so as long as... Door-dashed yeah, so oh, as long as it, yeah. That's true. That's true. I would have to make sure the food is door-dashed, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I did. When I was in Pittsburgh, <laughs> I was making sure that man got fed. <laughs> it's so funny. From up there. Uh, yep. It's so funny. His stomach is my responsibility <laughs> at all times. Um, okay, do your thing, sister. Right. We're going to think about... <laughs> listen, I'm serious. Yeah. I'm thinking about the cruise. I'm thinking about doing a Hope Hotline cruise. Let's do it. Three-day or yeah. middle of the week. Right. Sarah's in. I can already see it I'm on in. her face. I, I see it a, on her face. I got to get a spray tan. Yeah, same. <laughs> this girl ain't being seen in a bikini, so it don't matter. Oh my this girl ain't even being seen in a bathing suit. Oh, my gosh. Hope. They'll be saying, how did a whale get off the Stop boat? Stop it. No. You are ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> What's that dolphin doing on the boat? <laughs> Well, your energy, yes. 
dolphin energy. Never. Okay, go girl. <laughs> okay. We only have a few things today. So we just need you guys to like and share and comment if you are on Facebook. Um, but remember, we want you to hop over to Rumble and get those numbers nice and high over there. So we also have a great conversation going over in Rumble. Let's see who we've got. We've got Talia on and Sean and Logan. Hey, Logan, we miss you. And Marie and Galena and... Uh, M. Dunbar. That is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Um, and then, oh, wait, no, Sarah, you're not Dunbar, are you? No, no, who are you? You're not on there yet. Okay, who's Dunbar? Yeah, I keep saying hi, M. Dunbar, but I don't know who you are, so say your name. And then mom's on there, and who else? Mark, but I think it's Sharon. And we got a whole H O Y from Michigan. Oh, there it is, from Michigan. Hey, so we got a lot of people on Rumble. Uh, if you're on YouTube, um, there's a few of you on there. Hop over. Hop over to Rumble. It's a party over there. And then Black Robe, we usually have a few that pop on throughout the show. And that's fine. Black, Ro Black Robe is great, too. And honestly, it's just having Black Robe and knowing that nobody can alter what we say or do is just, uh, it's just a beautiful thing. So good job, Aaron. Thank you for doing that, um, getting that all set up and letting us piggyback on it. Um, and the other option is the podcast, so audio podcast. So you can go on and anything that has it. So there's Apple Play, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to a regular podcast, we are there. So you can hop over there. Um, it is not live because we have to get it over there and upload it. But um, anytime you want to pop on and listen in the car or you can download it and listen to it later if you're going on an airplane ride or anything like that. So those are your options. Next is sending in your questions. So if you have a question that you're asking your friends and your friends are like, I don't know, that's a great question. Send it in and we'll answer it for you. Um, and then lastly, you guys know we have our merch and we are still in the process of getting that hat figured out. So you guys did not really help last week. Everybody was split. <laughs> so I think we're going with a trucker hat, but it's going to be amazing and you guys are going to love it. So keep an eye out for that. And that is it for today. The trucker hat's breathable. Yeah. So that's Florida. the good thing about it. And if you live in Florida, Ugh, yeah. Like I have to take, when I wear hats, mm -hmm. if it's not a trucker hat, I have to take off the hat because my yeah. head starts yeah. getting so hot that it's unbearable. <clears throat> I do want to say this. And I, I, I was talking to Heather about this, but Heather, I, in my prayer time this morning, I know what I'm doing. Dare to be. Dare to be was so good on Monday night. Loved it. But I'm moving it to Friday night. Okay. I'm going to do it probably uh, three more times this year. Yeah. But it's going to be moved to a Friday night. Okay. And we're going to move it to the sanctuary. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. So I told Heather this week, I think it was this week, I've been like toying with all of that. And then in my prayer time this morning, the Lord is like, this is what I want you to do. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. So we're moving it from a Monday night to a Friday night. Perfect. So be on the lookout for the next one. So... Will Monday be filled with anything? What is that? The fifth Monday, will it be filled? It'll just be a week fifth off. Fifth Monday? Well, I was going to talk to Sarah about that. Okay. See if Sarah okay. wants to do the fifth I'm Monday. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh so gosh. Sarah will be taking over the fifth Monday. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. Yep. So. I love it. You know what? What's, what I think is so great about this church is like uh, we've got two more hubs coming on to the scene yeah. on Tuesday nights. Yep. And then we have another one that no one knows about that's about to okay. come. It's going to be really good. Yay. Um, I just love that this church is got, if you want to come to church, you can come almost every night. Mm -hmm. 
Like almost every night, but there's something to do either through the podcasts, right, or through a hub, right, or through Sunday service, right. So yeah, I, love I think, that. and then there are more things coming up too that nobody knows about. But I just <laughs> think it's really great that, especially since people are wanting to, uh, that are newly saved, they're mm-hmm. always oh, wanting yeah. to be around like-minded believers and yeah. always want to be growing. And there's something right. there's solid groups for people to get to. And I know people are always wanting us to like do live stream for our stuff. We would love to be able to do that, but that means Aaron would live here. Right. And not, I mean, th- th- there's no way because he's pretty much the only one that he runs all that stuff. So it's not because we don't want to do it. Like it would have been great to have Dare to Be live, mm-hmm. but it's like almost impossible for right now. Yeah. For now. For right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. That was a great time on Monday night, and I thank all of you guys who came and showed up for for it because um, we had Heather counted eighty ladies, or did you count? I think it was uh, the joint effort. She counted, and then you counted, <laughs> yeah. Tracy. We had eighty ladies come, yeah. which is really good because it's our only second one, right? So yeah. I was yeah. really happy. It was with a that. full house. It was a full house. Yeah, it was. So there was a few. There was a few seats left. Uh, yeah, yeah, left, yeah. But yeah, still. that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I go home and I say, "Hey, Tom." I right, well. I said, hey, babe, I'm like, I had like 80 ladies come tonight. That's really good. I was really happy with that. And he goes, haven't you had more before? (laughs) Which is yes, I have. (laughs) When I did Bible study. I'm like, thanks. I was like, no, no, I don't think so. And then I went, yes, (laughs) yes, yes, I have. (laughs) Dag nab you. Thanks for bursting my bubble. I know. Where did you have more than 80 people? Because when I did my Bible study every Monday, or was it every other, right? I had that room was completely full, but did we not have as many tables in there? We didn't have as many tables in there. And how many do we have now, Heather? I did have more people. I was going to say. Rock the house. Yeah. I've been redeemed. Okay. Yeah, because it was full That's a lot in of there. People. There was a lot of people there. There was a lot of people Yeah, in there. there was it a was few squishy. tables, but it was, yeah, they, yeah, they were, it was full. Yep. So thank you, Heather. <laughs> I've been redeemed. <laughs> Not by the Lord, but by Heather. <laughs> oh, I'll take funny. it. Yeah, absolutely. Huh? Also by the Lord. Also by the Lord. <laughs> through Heather. Thank oh you. My gosh. Oh, actually, yeah. in general, I've been redeemed by the Lord. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, Sarah. That's how we keep her around. Picking up what you're putting down. Yep. <laughs> All right. Isn't that very archy? Pick up one of them. Oh, yeah, there's another one. We were arky. looking for another one today. There you go. <laughs> Use an arc like, terminology. Squeeze it in. Yeah. Like well, let me unpack. <laughs> oh. Let me unpack this first question. Thank you. Thank you. We're listening. We're all ears. Oh, jeez. Is all ears an arc response? I don't know. It just feels like it. I'm just waiting for each, uh, for <laughs> Vanessa to start standing and clapping, hoot, hooting and hollering, and then you guys will follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That actually is, they set that up. I know. Uh, that's a trained thing. Yeah. It is. yeah. <laughs> Sarah's like, no, that's trained. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have people staged. Yeah, yeah you I go to an art church. That's time. one of the things they teach you mm-hmm. to create momentum. I'm going to start doing that. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. Everybody's going to be so confused. Like, what's happening? Heather goes, you'll be escorted out. <laughs> yes. So fast. She'll be the one. She'll pull you up by the back, yeah. back of your collar. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's actually true. Mm-hmm. That's in the packet. Special. 
in the packet it says to stage it's stage your leadership and stage people certain congregants to start clapping training video (laughs) i would love to tell you who created it it's a very big name pastor who's big time arc Uh i'll refuse i will i will hold back but yes it's a big name yeah everybody knows his name he's the one that because he's he's a part of that arc curriculum it's not good Mm. it's not good so when i say something really great vanessa I'll follow. Then, then Tracy. I'll follow. Then it's going to have to be Sarah, Heather's over here, and then Tal. <laughs> I'm, I want, I'm expecting Can we a practice? great response. Can we practice? No, don't. It's kind of like the wig. Oh, I almost lost my chair. <laughs> I almost lost my chair and went right on the ground. First question. I dug. Let's let's just move right, on. Let's go. And I'll keep. I'll, I'll try and figure out some different. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Terminologies. Please. Um. Okay, <clears throat> is dancing to non-Christian, is dancing to non-Christian or secular music a sin? Date night prior to me, uh, being saved, my husband and I would go out dancing as often as possible. I love dancing, especially to Spanish music. Am I able to still dance at weddings and parties to non-Christian music minus the alcohol? Of course. <clears throat> it's not. It's, it's not a sin. I mean. I would say that David danced before the Lord, but that was actually, he was naked. <laughs> he was. So I'm not suggesting you do that. <laughs> I mean, And then on top typical. of that, it was not to secular music. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> but it's not a sin. True. True. It's not a sin. I say shake a leg. Shake your shake leg. Shake a leg, shake girl. A leg. Is that arc? Um, <laughs> yeah, don't dance. Dress like me. No, actually, I dressed appropriately. Mm. I just didn't dance appropriately. Oh, don't drop it like it's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I danced with my tongue out a lot. Oh my god! I know. I don't know why. <laughs> it's nasty. No, I'm not giving you an example. Heather's <laughs> like, give us an example. Not doing it. Not doing it. Oh. I, li- I literally, my husband will make the hope hotline be gone. <laughs> this will be my last podcast. <laughs> It's a good run. Let's end on a high note. (laughs) If it's got to go down, it might as well go down with me dirty dancing with my tongue out. I don't know. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. What's so funny is a a gentleman that I love uh, Mm -hmm. was leaving church on Sunday, and he says to me, he goes, when you first started your podcast, I didn't watch it i thought it was too girly he goes now me and my wife watch it all the time oh my god that's why you watch it you're yes, hooked exactly we're crazy we in this are. house <laughs> you are. just never know you don't i mean it is girly and that's why i said to him true it is yeah, girly a little bit you gotta be in tune with your man uh, my yeah. husband doesn't even watch it <laughs> i'm like he'd be like so i get it guys yeah. for the guys that don't watch it but the yeah. guys that do you got it going on um I definitely, I see for, especially if you're dancing to his, Hispanic music, like who knows what they're saying? I don't know what, I mean, I love Spanish music. I do know what they're saying. You do know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad? Uh, Is it like country music? It depends. If you're like listening to reggaeton, it's pretty raunchy. But if you're like listening to like, like bachata or like merengue, it's all love, it's all love songs. It's like country yeah. music then. yeah. yeah. It's sweet. Yeah, very similar to country music. It's yeah. very sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tender. Stay away from the reggaeton. 
<laughs> I wish I could. Even I was gonna say, say hope, hope wants to try. What? <laughs> Go ahead, try. But <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Reggaeton. No, my tongue will look terrible like it did when it was dirty dancing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm not doing it. All I can see is my tongue going. <laughs> no, I cannot do that. <laughs> That was close. I failed Spanish for a reason. Oh my God. The teacher asked me to leave for a reason. Oh, that was close. I was never going to pass. It will not sound that good. And we're not going to do it to everybody because they will turn, definitely turn us off. Then. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> See, here's the thing. And this is wish. And listen, Talia, get ready. I know you're going to need spell check because I might too. But I'm going to give you the scriptures. I want you to find these scriptures because people are religious and they will tell you that things are sin that are not sin. It's all about the matter of the heart. If you go out and you dance with your husband and it is pure and there's there's nothing nasty going on, okay? Like down and dirty, all that other stuff. And you know what I mean by that. If you're not doing that where it's inappropriate for people to be watching, you're going out and you're just having fun and you're having a good time. Like, you guys have gone out and done line dancing. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, my daughter's done it. If I could do it, I would do it. But I'd look like a hot mess out so there. So what? I do too. No, I'm not doing it. Hope. Too much pride in this body right here. <laughs> I'll go and laugh at you guys, but I ain't. No. Mm. My feet will get so tangled up. No. Yeah, I'm not no. doing it. I have a beat, but I get lost. <laughs> I get lost. It's the same I'm thing over and over it. again, except the one that we went to was very challenging. There was like 64 steps or something, right? Easy. No, you're a dancer. Okay, I can't even do... I, like, math equations are hard for me. Can oh you gosh. imagine what a daggum <laughs> dance equation would look like? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Heather. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> Uh, like one, two, three, four, whatever. I mean, too many zeros. <laughs> too many zeros. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> Heather, you, I don't, you should never be here. <laughs> She's not good for me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. She is actually too good for me. Yeah, she is. Um, she is. <laughs> I have makeup running down my face and I fried my face again. So my poor, I tried to do the stinking facial stuff again one more time. And as soon as I get my face all fixed, I'm telling you who I go to because she's phenomenal. And she's like, she's not going to give you the same treatment potentially <laughs> she does me because I'm a hot mess. But like literally next day, are you okay? <laughs> next day after that, how's your eyes? <laughs> Like constantly yeah. checking on me, sure okay. and on like the fifth day, I blew up. I might. I have been wearing ice packs for the past two days. Oh, no, I this yesterday morning and this morning did not go to the gym because they would have thought I had a disease. So oh, they thought wow. COVID was scary. They're gonna, <laughs> I'm walking in the room. Everybody's running. <laughs> so okay. So I'm going to give you these scriptures. Do not let religious people tell you things are sin that are not sin. But I would also say don't put yourself into temptation and do not go to a place of compromise, okay? There's two different things. That's where work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. If someone says that dancing is a sin for them or it's, um, it's not good for them, that's because they don't know how not to do things that they shouldn't be doing when they're out there, right? But you could go and do the same 
you could go to the same place, do this, and, and listen to the same music, and never once be tempted to call somebody to lust or dance in an inappropriate way, whatever the case may be. Um, it's all about where God has you. I, I've known where I shouldn't do something. I should not put myself in a place. But somebody else could go to that same place, and they were totally fine doing And I'm not talking about witnessing at a bar and drinking alcohol. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about simply going and doing different things that somebody else may might not have an issue. Like, I'll use that as an example. Some people can go and eat in a bar, eat dinner in a bar, and, and just drink soda all night and it not be a problem. Somebody else could go to that same bar and alcohol has been an issue for them and they are extremely tempted to drink something with that same dinner. So one should go, one should not go. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Very okay, much. perfect. So here's the thing. <clears throat> now, do you know that, Sarah, you're a good speller. Uh, so is it the have, one? Is it on your list on your PDF that you sent me? Yes. Okay. We she has already it. got, it. got it. She's, yeah. We got Perfect. it. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Galatians five nineteen through twenty one lists these are our places that you can go, and it clearly says if you live like this, you'll not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Always refer back to these ver- uh, these scriptures, and it'll save you. Colossians three five through six. Mark 7, 21 through 23, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, Revelation 21, 8, 1 Timothy 1, 8 through 11, Romans 1, 29 through 31. You'll notice in all of those things, dancing is not there. So go have fun. Go dance, make Friday night a date night, go out there, have fun, dance with your husband, and um, get some dinner and have dessert. All right? <laughs> have dessert. Okay. I mean, gosh darn. Like, wow. life is short. Let's not make things more complicated than they have to be. People don't want to be Christians because of religious people. Okay. Do not listen to religious people. They will lead you astray, and they'll want you to have nothing to do. I'm not talking, and, and, and here's the thing. I'm big on no sin, whereas a lot of people will go, grace, 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 and give you um, permission, which Paul talks about, permission to do the things that you shouldn't. I'm not talking about that. You can live a righteous lifestyle and not be religious. And have a great time. So, just look at all those scriptures that I gave you. You're going to see that everything's pretty much repetitive on all of those things. And just stick to those things and not do them and then go walk in freedom. That's it. It's simple as that. Do you guys disagree with dancing? Are you? In, are, are any of you guys, I know you don't because you go line dancing, you go line dancing, you go line dancing. And, oh my word. <laughs> are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've enough said. Exactly. <laughs> I just keep thinking, <laughs> thinking about the town in Fulhouse, <laughs> where nobody's allowed to dance. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're allowed to have sex outside of marriage. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't watch that movie. You need to. You need to watch that movie again. I've seen it. Oh yeah. 
I, I went and saw that in the theater. And I think I, I think I was raised that if I saw a movie in the theater, uh, it was wrong. Yeah. So I was, I was already like outside already the lines of going <laughs> to see a, a movie in the theater. Wait. So if Jesus came back, I was risking it. You weren't allowed to go to the movie theater? Like that was bad? <clears throat> it was bad. Why? Yeah. Like what I was, was raised no movies. Uh, just, but like the theater, no movies or no movies? Oh, no. Well, <laughs> okay. I grew up. Yeah. No movie movies in the theater. But at the time, there was no VHS or DVDs. Okay. Okay. Then when that happened. Then it was okay. It's okay. <laughs> you can't. Okay. You can't go to the movie theater, but we'll get them and bring them into the house. Okay. Yeah. That's why hypocrisy is bad. Yes. Was there a reason the thing for is, that? Is, it's like, and my mom watches this podcast, so my mom's not even offended or bothered by this, because this is one of the things my mom said. I never even thought about that, because right. she didn't make the rule. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so I know. this one's not on my mom at all. But in her mind, I mean, my mom had so many things. She had four kids. Mm-hmm. She's taking care of my dad. She worked. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom had bigger fish to fry. Me going to the movies and then a DVD or a video coming, or VHS mm-hmm. coming into the house, my mom could have given it a rip. She yeah. got too many other things. Like, if she, if it probably would have been a blip on the screen, she would have said to my dad, that makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. But my dad's rule was, if you go to the movies, you're bringing in and allowing X-rated movies to be made and brought into the theaters. But it's okay for you to rent the VHS. Yeah. Or, there was no DVDs. It, back right. in the day, it was VHS or Beta. Rem, you don't mm, remember no. Beta. Beta didn't last very long. Okay. So you could rent, well, we'll just stick with the VHSs. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're renting the daggum VHS, know, aren't you still difference. helping them to make X-rated? And I'm like, I guess. I'm a, when I made the argument, well, it's really no different. Yeah. There's a difference. Okay. So it's just that. I'm like, can you explain? Right. It's because I said so. Right. Okay. And because I said so just doesn't work sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's why hypocrisy, you can't have it in your home because you Mm -hmm. open the floodgates. Right. Yep. For your kids to run amok and justify their actions because you've allowed compromise and hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yep. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's why I said Mm -hmm. in the last podcast or one of my last thingies, I love people who say, no to all holidays mm-hmm. versus only some holidays. Some holidays are yes, some holidays are no, and they're all based out of pagan. Right. Okay, that's why I'm like, I love the people who say, if it's no to this, then it's no to all. Yeah. I have great respect for that. Yeah, I may absolutely. not always agree with things, right. but they don't agree with me because right. I'm, again, the same way. Uh, let your yes be yes and your no be no for anything more than this is from the evil one. Got Absolutely. to be like that. Absolutely, it's like you can't say you can't do this, and then you change it and morph it into, like, no yoga. Mm-hmm. Okay, no yoga. And there's a lot of people who say no to yoga. Okay, and I'm fine with that. But then you have people, the same people who'll say no to yoga. There'll be a Christian terminology for the same position of the yoga, whatever. I don't know what they are, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. they'll say you can't do yoga. But then there'll be a it won't be yoga anymore in the Christian world, but just the same position, just a different name. Right. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. It, I don't get it. And I know people who literally are like, no to yoga, but they will do Christian yoga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's hypocrisy. You right. cannot do that, especially with kids. They will take an inch mm-hmm. 
and make it a mile. And you think I'm wrong. You're talking to the girl who did based on hypocrisy. Yeah. You can't do it. And am I a one-off? I would love to tell you I'm not. But yeah. I'm not. Right. Because if your child has propensity to be a, an, um, a not, I wouldn't even say a rebellious person, but an independent person, an independent thinker, then they are not going to just follow what you say. They're going to say, I'm going to process this. I'm going to think this out for myself. Do I believe what I believe because this is what's been told to me? Or do I believe what I believe because this makes sense? It follows what, what the word says. And now I, you lose trust. You lose credibility when you are not consistent at all. Am I wrong? Do you guys not know people? Because I know I'm not the only one. You're 100% right. You don't, nobody can be influenced by you when you are one way one day, another way another day and things. And, it's, and it seems to them that like you're doing out of convenience, you know, a lot of the times. Well, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I do believe that that is true. I do believe it is out of convenience for some people. But then I think too, it's also, you, if you open that, don't do it near the um, thing. I'm not opening it. Um, you can open it. I don't care. Just, it'll, it'll be really loud. Here's the thing. Um, it won't be always out of convenience. It's out of ignorance. Yeah. Like for my mom. My mom's like, I never even thought about it right, like right, that. Right, right, That's why, like, if you're going to make a decision, you're going to make a rule, really yeah. process it out and right. make sure. I'm always thinking, I tell the girls this all the time, I'm always thinking ahead. Yeah. Like, if I do this, what does that look like a year down the road? Right. Um. Uh, two years down the road. How does this affect? Now, sometimes you miss it, but as long as you're actually mm -hmm. trying to think down the road how it will be, uh, it'll affect you, mm -hmm. then I think you eliminate the possibility. And then if something happens, then at least you try to make sure that your decision was a wise one. But a lot of times, I think people don't think about it like that. <clears throat> it's just like, I'll give you an example. I know a church, it's a big church, and they made a big stand against Halloween. A big stand against Halloween. And they had people rooting for them and rah, rah, rahing for them. And then Halloween night, the day of Halloween, they made a big announcement that they were um, going to have a fall festival. This is just this past year. They were going to have a fall festival, and every kid could come in and uh, dressed up. They're getting candy. They're playing games. They're doing all this stuff, right? Well, you wouldn't believe, I was reading. People were like, what are you talking about? See, people, you're, people aren't dumb. Right. They were like, wait a minute, you just said we do not celebrate this night because it's, um, it's the devil's night. Right. Why are you celebrating it in the <laughs> church then? And you're doing the same thing that the world did right. in the church. Right. You know what their response was? Goose egg. Right. And they still say. had it and they said nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you're confusing. Right. People don't understand. That is confusing your kid. That is confusing other Christians. And you're losing your credibility with them. Right. You cannot do that. Yep. You just can't. But I love the people who say absolutely no. And then they absolutely don't. I love that because you, you, you have a lot of credibility. Mm -hmm. So... All right, let's move to the next question because I went off on a whole different thing. Um, someone asked if I was baptized in the Holy Spirit and I answered yes, but I don't have my prayer language yet. 
I know that I get filled with the Holy Spirit constantly and pray to get my prayer language every day, but it isn't happening. I'm patient and it will happen, so I'm not worried. Just want to be even stronger in the Holy Spirit. That being said, can you go over your definition of being baptized in the Holy Spirit? And if you look into different interpretations, people often define it through getting your prayer language, but that clearly doesn't apply to me right now. So what I'm going to tell you, there's a di- there, and I'm going to use Scripture, okay? There is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and I didn't give you any of this, guys, okay? Because yeah. I was, um, it doesn't matter why. There's the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and there's the being filled with the Holy Spirit. They're two different things. They are two different things. One is everybody has the indwelling of the Holy Spirit when they get saved. Let's look at Scripture. Ephesians, not, but not everybody is filled with the Holy Spirit, and there's reasons for that, okay? But let's look at Ephesians 4.30. It says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit by God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Okay? 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? So the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Whom you have from God, and you are not your own. For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So the infilling of the Holy Spirit, it provides um, forgiveness, the Holy Spirit gives you conviction, and it gives you the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Now, some people don't know the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So let's go to Galatians five twenty-two through 23. You need to know these because a lot of times people will pray for these things. You don't need to pray for these things because these things dwell within you. If the Holy Spirit is indwelling, which he is, as soon as you ask him to be your Lord and Savior, you receive him, Right? These things are at your disposal. They live inside of you because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Okay, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So don't pray for these things. Start using these things. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I hope it does. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. It's long-suffering, but I have it memorized as patience. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are them. A lot of people will say, I'm praying for peace. You don't need to pray for peace. You need to walk in peace. I'm praying for joy. You don't walk, you don't pray for joy. Joy dwells within you. It's up to you. Praying for patience. You can't pray for patience. Patience is there. You need to activate the patience that you have been given. It's like faith. Everybody has a measure of faith. Are you using the measure that you've been given? Most people don't even use, use a measure. They don't even touch. You're, and they always say, give me more faith. You can't get more faith. You've been given a measure. You can start using the faith, and then it grows based on how much you use and build on that, okay? But you've been given a measure of faith. You activate how much faith you use. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know the word of God, then your faith grows. But only in the measure that each and every single one of us are given. We're all given the same measure of faith. Everybody thinks like somebody has more faith than somebody else. They do because they're using more of the measure that they've been given than you are. That's the facts. But everybody isn't giving. Some people, that's not fair. They have more. No, they don't have more of anything. They are using more 
more of it than you are. But you, we all have the same. So what I would say to you is you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, but you are not filled just yet. Because Acts 2, 1 through 4 says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all filled one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The next is Acts 19, 2 through 6. And he said to them, did you receive? Now, this is Paul asking this, these people who are newly saved or who had been saved. They're not newly saved. They've been saved, right? He was asking them if they had been baptized in the Holy Spirit. And this is what they said. So you can have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and be saved and be baptized, but you still aren't filled with the Holy Spirit. There's a difference, and this is where the Scripture is very important. But what I'm going to tell you after we're done is don't lose heart because I think it's there. You just don't know that it's there. Okay? That's the big thing that is going to, like, set you free. Acts 19, 2 through 6 said, and he said to them, Paul said to them, is what it's saying, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, and into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. And then Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him, who would come after him, that is, um, that is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. And there's the difference. You were right when you said the scriptures show that the uh, that the uh, being filled, the infilling, not the indwelling, but the infilling of the Holy Spirit is prophecy and tongues. If you prophesy, then you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You can do both, though. You can speak in tongues and give a prophecy. Um, it's just like the last podcast we talked about how Sarah... Sarah's, Sarah's filled with tongues, but she also came to me and she prophesied to me what the Holy Spirit had given to her Sunday morning. You can do both. Some people um, only speak in tongues. And the tongues, prayer language, and then there's tongues for the church, tongues for the body. But everybody, And that's tongues for the body. Not everybody has that gift. But everybody has the gift of their prayer language, their tongue. Everybody has that. People will say, you can't have both. Uh, you, you can't, not everybody gets the gift of tongues. No, they don't get the gifts of tongues for the body, but they do get their personal prayer language. The Holy Spirit will give you your own prayer language. Um, th- there's a word in the Greek, and it was, and it pertained to that scripture, that, that verse about what Paul was talking about when he was talking about being filled with tongues. And the... Um, the Greek word for that is like um, called inner. Um, it's like um, being energized. I can't remember the, but the word energized is a part of it. I can't remember the the breakdown of it, but it's like being energized. The Holy Spirit being filled with your prayer language is like being energized. It is true. I would one hundred percent guarantee that is when you 
the, the great thing about being filled with your prayer language is the devil doesn't understand it. So the Holy Spirit prays on your behalf. And there's times that I will just sit and pray in tongues and then I'll quietly wait on the Lord and then I hear his voice so clearly. I never experienced anything like that before ever speaking in tongues. Never. Um, the only time I can say that I I did feel like that, it was two times. One, when I think I was like 16 and I was uh, my youth pastor barely touched me and I was slain in the spirit. I didn't even really know like what that was about, but it happened to me. And then I laid on that floor and I thought heaven was right there. Like I felt like God was right there. It was the most powerful thing ever. And then, and it was like never happened again until I was much older because I was not open to it though. Whereas before I didn't know anything about it. So I didn't even know like not to not be open to it. It's, it's crazy, but that's how it is. But I didn't really know. And I didn't, and I wasn't scared. It was the most beautiful experience. Then when um, I think I was 18, somebody spoke in tongues and I knew exactly what they said. I never experienced that before, ever. I didn't speak in tongues, though. I never spoke in tongues. I wasn't afraid to speak in... Oh, well, that's not true. I probably was afraid to speak in tongues. But I understood what that person said. And then my the new, the new a, a different youth pastor, because I was at a different church at this time, um, he said he ended up giving the interpretation, and he said there was three people in the room that knew what was said. And he said, you were one of them. And he pointed to me. He was right. Was dead on right. I was. I didn't know what that guy said, and I should have stood up and spoke. So I didn't speak in tongues, but I was filled with gifts. Okay, but I will tell you, prophecy and tongues are the ones that we're to seek, and that is where Scripture basically follows and falls into place, where it says those are the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, what most people don't realize is, so you can be saved, still have the indwelling, but not be filled. There's lots of people who have the Holy Spirit. He dwells in them. They got saved. But there's a lot of people who are filled and they don't even know it. And what I mean by that is um, they make being filled way more complicated than what it is. They're in their head way too much. And the Holy Spirit has already given them their prayer language, but they don't realize it because they were making this so much more complicated. So, and there's maybe pride or doubt and unbelief that it's what it is and you're too afraid to say it. Sometimes people are afraid to, to speak in tongues because they doubt that it's really what they're hearing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's pride because they're like, they don't want to get it wrong. And if they get it wrong, then they'll look like a fool. Or if they say it and people around them hear them, they'll look like a fool. Um, I, it's usually those three things. When people tell me, I just don't know, I'm like, are you afraid? And they're like, is something going to like take over my tongue and make me, do I have, it's work clear in the word that the spirit is controlled by the man. It says that in Corinthians, not the other way around. You control what the Holy Spirit can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. That was the case. Then Jesus would make everybody receive him. 
But the Holy Spirit is a gentleman, just like Jesus is. No one is forced to do anything at all. It's only to what the degree you're open to receive. And then the Holy Spirit knows, okay, this person, like when I was slain in the Spirit, I was open to it. I didn't really know anything about it, but I was open to it. I would have never stopped the Holy Spirit from doing it. Obviously, I went down. Um, I was not open to being filled with tongues for a very long time, so it did not happen. And then when I finally was, it was already here and here. I was just too afraid to say it because I thought I wasn't hearing it. And then finally, I was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving this church. I'm not leaving this pew until I get filled. And then all of a sudden, I just was like, I heard something in my head because I was so open to it. I heard something in my head and I was like, I think that's it. Okay, I think I've heard this before. (laughs) I just wasn't willing to say it because I thought I was wrong. And then I just started speaking it. And as soon as I did that, another thing came. And then another thing came. And I only had like three syllables for a really long time. And then it just, the language grew. Just like it, just like your English, just like when you talk as a baby, your vocabulary increases through understanding and through being open to gain more vocabulary. That's the same thing with the Holy Spirit and your, and your prayer language. You just have to trust it. It's like I, I, use this, I use this as an example all the time. People actually have the gift of prophecy and they don't realize it because they doubt what the, what the Holy Spirit is telling them to either go and share with somebody or to speak to somebody or maybe even to themselves, right? They doubt it just like they would have doubt faith and healing because they're like, certainly God wouldn't use me to go tell somebody this. Like, I, can't, I cannot be right. Or you're afraid that if you go and you tell that person and you get it wrong, you're going to look like a fool. So you're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, that's too risky. Look like a fool. Because it'd be better you're wrong than not to be obedient, right? Far better to be obedient. And that's where your faith grows. That's another way where your faith grows. So it's a lot of people just doubting because it's not tangible. You're not literally hearing something in your ear. Like God would speak uh, vocally to the prophets back in uh, the Old Testament. We don't have that. We have the Holy Spirit. He speaks to every single one of us where it's not just selected few, right? All of us have a far better covenant than they did in the Old Testament. But we doubt what we are being given because it's not tangible. It's not like audible. So we're concerned with that. If I were to guess, if I were to guess, you already, you already have your prayer language. If you desire it that much, the Holy Spirit does not hold back. He doesn't. If you want it, it's like a gift under the tree. It's there. Take it and then run with it. Um, maybe you just need to get in your uh, get in a quiet room, be still, know that he is God, be quiet. And if you hear a syllable or anything, take a chance. Just take a chance on the Holy Spirit and start saying that syllable and then you'll hear another syllable and then you'll hear another syllable and just start saying them. Just start saying them and then watch and see. And then you'll feel like we do because, and and Satan will come into you and say, that wasn't it, or you're crazy. You, You sound like an idiot. Don't listen. Because as you grow in it, the more confident you become, And the more you realize 
because you hear the Holy Spirit so more, much more loudly. It is an energizer bunny for you. I promise you. It gives you a boldness that you, you can't even imagine. And you will do things because you have the, the, your prayer language. You will do things and you will step out and, and uh, take some risks. That when you see them come out and they unfold, you're just sitting there and go, Wow. Wow, because they're life-changing not only for you, but the others around you. Am I right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you are. This is great. Mm-hmm. So you can't see them, but they are saying yes. It is life-changing. Yes. And it's really... It's, yeah. <laughs> they see us now. <laughs> now they're mocking me. <laughs> We're proving it. We're you, proving you it. Know, you know, you're, you have friends when they mock you. Um <laughs> Am I wrong? Never. Like, it's no, risky, is, right? Yeah, and this is so, everybody's, like, really excited about this topic. Um, so glad they said you're doing a great job explaining it, and it can be very confusing. So you're, it is you're, confusing, you're hitting and it. it's scary. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, not, no, it's not common. This is an uncommon thing. I've known Baptists <laughs> scared to death yeah. to be filled with the Holy Me Spirit. Too. Me too. And they didn't even believe in it. Yeah. But they too. literally said, you're not nuts. Mm-hmm. And like you're sound in your walk with God, like you're not crazy, right? right. So like, there's got to be something to this. And then because of that, they studied the word out, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, that's I've I've been bound by a doctrine, mm-hmm. not by the word of God." And they're like, "It's for today, yeah." Because they read, they read the scriptures, right. not have a man explain the scriptures. Yeah. And when they were done studying it out, they were like. Holy crap. Right. This is for today. And I got to get this. Yeah. And then they were filled. Right. Like, yep. Some of them, it was super easy. Yep. Some of them, it was like shedding off religion. Right. And then, then once they got rid of the religious mindset, yep. they got it. Yep. But some of them had to go in their prayer closet yeah. and break down some walls. Yeah. But once they did, they were like, I will never live without right. my prayer language yeah. ever. Yeah. And that's a Baptist. I know. So, which is beautiful because I love it when people say, you know what? I'm not going to follow a doctrine. I'm going to follow the word of God. Me too. I'm not going to listen to what man has told me to believe. I'm going to believe what the Bible tells me to believe, which is huge. It's huge. I know. Which is huge. So, um, does anybody want to add anything to that? Does anybody have anything good that might help this person be able to just be able to walk it out? Because I truly believe they probably have it and they are, it's just right there. I know. Sarah has something to say. Yeah. I can tell. Am I right? Yeah, I love that I don't even have to like raise my hand or anything. <laughs> just look at me. And, but I, I always wait to be, I try to wait to be called on. <laughs> so okay. I That's think good. you hit it right, I hit a nail right on the head when you were talking about um, like one syllable at a time and how it's like learning how to talk when you're a baby. Mm-hmm. But also it's super important that you just open your mouth. Like yes. just open your mouth and do it. And don't let fear of man, and that includes yourself, mm-hmm. yes, get in the way. Yeah. And when you when you like get the fear of the Lord, that will eclipse fear of man. Oh yeah. And yeah. then the benefits that you get from it are just too great. When I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I had no idea what it was. That was Tom. Yeah, it yeah. was just I was at a um, I was part of a Methodist student union at Florida State University, and we were we used to get up early in the morning and we would walk around the buildings and pray. And we were just all in unity and the Holy Spirit came upon me and I was like, uh, and everybody looked at me, but they were like, 
this is real, whatever it is. None of us knew what was going on. <laughs> so then I went back and like found it. But I, yeah, it was when I was going to a Methodist church. And oh, yeah. Like if you seek the Lord with all your heart, he says. And that lean you, not on your own understanding. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You cannot lean but on open your, your mouth is like the biggest thing. Yeah. He's not going to stick his hand up inside you like a puppet and make you. That's the beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Vanny on the block. So I think that's why the word of God tells us to have faith as a child. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was filled as a child. Mm. It was displayed for me. And it's it was also taught to me. And I just was like, OK, yeah. And I was instantly filled, and I've had my prayer language since I can't even remember. And I've that, had it all my life. That's huge. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's like uh, I was very happy when my kids both got filled at a young age. Not yeah. They were not in children's church or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But that's what I love about our children's church mm-hmm. because we have some great teachers in there mm-hmm. that are, like, taking the kids higher. Yeah. Like, that's their, yeah. they are being taught these things, which is yeah. Super important, mm-hmm. and um, sure is. because get them while they're young, absolutely. Because you can't deny it when you're mm-hmm. young and that happens to yeah. you. You're like, right. I didn't know any better, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, uh, and and this is the other thing. Um, some of my greatest favorite teachers even aren't in agreement with this. But you know, back in the day, there would be pastors who would say, "Everybody co- who wants to be filled with the Holy Spirit, everybody come up here and get in line. This is what you need to say." And they start telling them how to to pray in a prayer language. That's mm-hmm. their prayer language. That's not the other guys. <laughs> so you're yeah. teaching them what to say. No, yeah. everybody yeah. has their own. Mm-hmm. Like Vanessa doesn't sound like me. Mm-hmm. Sarah don't sound like mm-hmm. me. Tracy don't sound like me. Okay. Our prayer languages are nothing alike. Right. No snowflake is the same. Right. No fingerprint is the same. So for somebody to s- sit there and tell people, this is what you say, now you're filled with the Holy Spirit. No, I'm not saying that those people weren't. What I am saying is that probably they don't sound like that anymore because they don't pray like that, pray like that guy. You know, I just think it's very dangerous to let people experience, like you want so badly for somebody to have the infilling of the Holy Spirit so much that you tell them what to say. Trust the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He'll give them what to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it'll be theirs. Absolutely. So we can't. And that's why a lot of people are turned off, mm-hmm. too, because they've seen that nonsense. Right. It's not right. good. Right. Exactly. I, when I used Absolutely. to see that, I'd be like, yeah, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Because it didn't sit right and it didn't look right to me. Right. And so I'm not saying that the people, the person's heart wasn't in the right place. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not right. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. So, um, anybody else got anything good to say? <laughs> I just, Tracy just smiles at me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> you did um, so great. That was so huh? good. That was great. Okay. That was so, really good. Well, uh, I have a couple more questions, but I'll take them over into the next time because it's just the same person. So the, whoever wrote that first question, I have two more of yours, and then I'll finish those up next week. Perfect. And here's the thing. If you're writing questions in, um, it takes a while to get to all of them because some people would send in more than one um, in, their, in their list. But then we have, we're always asking for them. We need them. We, we have to have questions. And things like that are, are great. Like the next question is about 100 year, 120 years of, like Tom always says, he's believing for 120 mm-hmm. years. The next one is about that. So that's a great question. Like yeah. the next question is really good. 
So we have to have questions, but it might take me a while to get to them. So in other words, what I'm saying to is patience, people. <laughs> I will get to you. Absolutely. Patience. Sure will. Um, but please send them in because we need them. Yeah. Thank you for um, commenting. Commenting always helps. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a part. Thank you for watching. And if you do not g- know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I, I don't know how you're doing it. I'll be honest with you. Because I would never, ever, ever. I've lived with and I've lived without. And living without sucks it's bad there ain't nothing good about it and i think everybody on this vanessa never i mean vanessa doesn't know um kaya kind of knows but not really she's been saved pretty much all her life tracy me tracy and sarah and myself we know we know what it's like to have and we know what it's like to have without and if you don't know him and you've walked away or you've never known him life's rough you, you may think, okay, on the next weekend, you know, I just can't wait for Friday or whatever, whatever else. I'm telling you, as a believer, every day is like Friday, Saturday. Um, it is. And, and until you experience in its fullness, you will not understand what I'm saying to you. But if you want something new because nothing's working out for you, or if you've known him, Taste and see that the Lord is good. If you've tasted him, you know he's good. You know that everything that you're doing is not going to. There's a God-shaped void, and that void will never be filled with the world. It never will. So you already know you need to come back. And if you are ready to do that, because I knew I was supposed to come back a long time before I ever did, and I just fought it tooth and nail. For what reason, I do not know. Other than I just thought I would give up so much. And then you sit there and go, I gave up nothing and I gained everything. That's just the way it is. Until you get to that place, though, you don't know it. But if you have gotten to that place and you know that you need him or you need to come back to him, say this prayer with me right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what you did on the cross. I thank you for dying for my sins. I thank you for the healing that you bore on your back by the stripes I thank you for the um, bruises that you endured for my iniquity, which again is sin. I thank you, Lord, that everything was done on the cross, even provision for my life. I ask you to come into my heart right now. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. I will do what you tell me to do. I will go where you tell me to go. I will live for you the rest of my days. And when I grow old, I will be with you forever. Remember, heaven is not when you die. Heaven begins now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. If you need a good church, let us know. If you live in this area, come here. If you live in the Tampa area, go to the River Church. If you live near Pittsburgh, West Virginia, obviously go to Revival Today. And if you live in like Baltimore and things like that, we have great churches, Cleveland, um, Cleveland, Ohio. We know of some really great churches that you can um, hook into. If you need a good Bible, let us know. We can help you out with that. If you need prayer, if you feel like you're barely hanging on, we have you contact the church. We will pray with you. Someone is always available, okay? Um, just let us know. We'll be there for you. Thank you for joining in. We'll see you Friday. And that is all. Bye.
Real talk.